This is the daily podcast from St Paul's Knightsbridge, an invitation to stop for not more than 10 minutes each day to think, to reflect and to pray. This week, and until the 23rd of December, straight talking with God, some thoughts on the grammar of prayer. Day 2, Vocatives. A friend of mine once made a week-long spiritual retreat at a monastery where the day started, as is common, with corporate silence. He was given a place close to the monks in choir and was very struck by one older brother who, as the silence unfolded, could be seen gazing upwards in what he assumed was some sort of rapture, periodically exclaiming sotto voce, Oh! Oh! My friend was impressed, and when he had his daily meeting with the prior, who he'd been allocated to speak and pray with daily, he mentioned this experience in the dark in the morning in the chapel. What holiness, he said to the prior, that monk, enraptured, moaning and crying out to God. Oh, that, said the prior, that's not holiness. Brother Alfedge suffers terribly from hemorrhoids. If you were to write the script for this little scene, you would therefore spell what Brother Alfedge was saying, O-H, exclamation mark, O, an interjection of the sort we talked about yesterday, an interjection, a short word often expressing emotion, disconnected from the rest of the grammar of the sentence, and often, as we also noted yesterday, an interjection that flows from our unconscious, like uh, or wow, or Oi! Poor old brother Alfedge was just expressing audibly, albeit quietly, the agony in which he found himself. What my friend on retreat thought he'd heard was not O-H exclamation mark, but simply the letter O. And he'd imagined that what brother Alfedge was saying was O God or O Lord. And, of course, he used to say there wasn't a little of that in Brother Alfedge's early morning agonies. O, without an H and an exclamation mark, is a letter we often stumble across in the pages of the Bible, or in hymn books, or in the occasional carol. O come, all ye faithful! O thou who at thy Eucharist didst pray! O come, O come, Emmanuel! And when it's used in this way, it's not an interjection, but rather a vocative, that is to say, an expression in the vocative case. The vocative case means it's a form of expression addressed to a person or to a group. O men of Galilee, or O Lord God of hosts, or in the case of that well-known carol, O come all ye faithful. O in this usage, indicates that the person speaking is directing his or her words to another. It's one of the signs of the quiet erosion of awareness of good grammar that sometimes people get this wrong and print O-H exclamation mark in hymn books instead of just the letter O. This gives a rather different and possibly surprised tone to the phrase, Oh, cobble ye faithful! But let me not labour the point, nor let me suggest that the use of the archaic O is the only indicator of the vocative case. Rather, let me point out that in written and spoken language, the case we choose can make all the difference between talking to someone 
and, as it were, about someone. And we need, I think, to be very clear which we're choosing, and not least when we are at prayer. And while writing that, I think I've just clarified something quite important for myself. We could say, I think, that whereas theology, from the words theos meaning God and logos meaning words about or treatment of, theology means essentially words spoken about God, prayer, by contrast, means words spoken to God. And maybe that's why our prayer books are littered with phrases like, O God, or O Almighty and Everlasting God, or O Lord Jesus Christ, and so on. When we pray, we are in the vocative speaking to God. Perhaps being unclear about this distinction is one of the reasons that people sometimes go astray in leading the intercessions in church. Several things quietly make me seethe, although I've become quite good at both concealing my frustration and rising above it. But one is when, in the intercession, bits of information for the congregation are interpolated into prayers. An example. O Lord God, we pray for your blessing upon the jumble sale, which is to take place in the hall next Saturday morning at ten o'clock. If we are using the vocative case and speaking to God, we probably don't need to trouble God with the location and time of the event. God is, after all, omniscient. When praying, we ought to be sharing with God what it is we need to be sharing with God. But the other lapse from the vocative is more subtle, and it also happens when we pray aloud, but maybe also when we pray in our heads and our hearts. And it is this. Sometimes we find ourselves, when we pray, saying, we pray that God will be close to those who struggle and suffer. When what we actually mean to say is, God, please be close to those who struggle and suffer. You see the difference. One is addressed to those listening in the congregation. The other is addressed to God directly. I wonder if besides sloppiness or carelessness, what actually goes wrong here has also something to do with our timidity or abashedness, with some lingering sense that we are unworthy to speak directly to God, or perhaps that even if we can speak to God, surely we shouldn't trouble God with our trivialities. But Jesus seems to encourage us in his own prayer and in what he teaches his disciples about prayer, to speak to God as to a father and as to one who listens and cares as a father would. We can and we should in faith pray in the vocative sense and not speak about God but to God. So when you pray, don't start we ask that God will bless this day. You get out of the way. It's not about you. Say rather directly, Father, we thank you for this new day, and I thank you for its life. And say it to God as if you mean it.
This, it seems to me, is the difference between having an idea that prayer is a possibility, which is a theological proposition, and actually praying. And if all of this sounds a bit like mere semantics or a question of rather abstruse or archaic grammar, I promise you it isn't. Speak to God. Open your heart in the vocative case and notice the change that comes over you at once. Here is a model prayer from our own tradition penned by Thomas Cranmer which speaks directly to God in the vocative. Notice the O at the beginning. O almighty and everlasting God, who art always more ready to hear than we to pray, and art wont to give more than either we desire or deserve, pour down upon us the abundance of thy mercy, forgiving us those things whereof our conscience is afraid, and giving us those good things which we are not worthy to ask, but through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord. Amen. And you can join me tomorrow, Wednesday evening at 8.30 in our Zoom room, as, having ticked off interjections and vocatives, we turn our attention to imperatives. And this is just one of many podcasts from St Paul's Knightsbridge, which you can find searching online.